Welcome to The Saint Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Our vision is to bring hope to the people of East London, and I'm praying that you would feel so encouraged by this week's talk. Um, you might have to be a little bit patient with me this morning. Um, approximately three and a half minutes ago, I was in a flood of tears. So um, we're doing our best. But... Oh, thank you. I remember when I was 17 years old, um, I was in youth band. I was in youth band when I was 17. And um, I remember I went to a worship conference because um, I used to play the acoustic guitar in the worship band in church, just like these guys are doing today. And um, I didn't really know a lot about Christianity, but um, I, was, I guess I was able, I guess I was willing. And I remember, I remember I was at this worship conference and completely like out of the blue, a guy prophesied, he said, your name is Samuel for a reason. You've been called to hear from God like Samuel in the Bible and share Jesus with your generation. And as a 17-year-old, that really marked my life. And it's been a really tough few years for me personally. I think since the pandemic, it's, it's really hit me in a really difficult way and um, knocked a lot of my confidence. And some of that first marking that I received as a 17-year-old felt like it might have been a little bit hidden over the last few years. And I just feel like the Lord in His kindness is just restoring a bit of that if you don't mind me sharing with you this morning so um, I'm just really encouraged and um, to see these guys leading worship today just feels like this crazy 360 degree journey and um, yeah my prayer you guys is that maybe you would receive the calling of God on your life and the, the plans and the purposes and that goes for every young person in this room. So, with just a few moments, like Al said, I want to call us to pray. I want us to call us corporately to pray for our young people in this church. And um, just as, as I was coming into this Sunday, I felt like the idea that I, that I, that the Lord would ask us to call, the, the idea that the Lord would ask us to pray for is around the future of the church the future of the church. And it's twofold for me. Firstly, the future of our church is represented by these young people here, by the teenagers in the, to the left and to the right of you. They are young people that are doing ministry today. They are leading us in worship. They are hosting us. But one day, in 30, who knows how many years, they're going to be leading churches. They're going to be leading communities. They're going to be serving in marketplaces. They're going to be leading us in our society. And so these guys are the church of the future. And I would love for it for us as a church to take really seriously our mandate to raise up sons and daughters in the faith, to really pray and bless the church of the future, our young people. But secondly, as I was kind of praying about this idea of the future of the church, I just felt like on this Youth Sunday, as we take a moment to look at the young people, what they do is they point to us. They point to us corporately, not just individually for each one of them, but corporately, 
they point us towards the future of our church together. There's something in their potential, the, the thinking about the rest of their life, which calls us to ask, what kind of church do we need to be to look after these young people, to encourage them, to inspire them? And it invites us into something new. It invites us into a newness. And I want to read to us Psalm, uh, not Psalm, Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43, verses 16 to 21. It says this, this is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through mighty waters, who drew out chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together, and they lay there never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Verse 18 says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and owls, because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. And I think there's something about taking a moment to honor and to pray for our young people, which fixes our eyes on the future, which fixes our eyes on, on what the Lord might want to do with a generation and what the Lord might want to do with our church so that we might care best for these young people in our midst. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to hear from the young people themselves. So I've asked a couple of, of our youth to come up and share a little bit about what they see for the future of our church together. Is that all right? So, Kayla, would you come up to the stage? <laughs> Kayla's one of our amazing young people, and um, I just wanted her to share, like, firstly, what's the most important thing about church? And secondly, what do we as a church need to focus on for you, Kayla? Is that all right? The most important part of church is that we come to praise the Lord um, and he can lead us through any battles in our life. You all right? Do you want to continue sharing? Do you want to continue sharing? Um, another important part is that um, um, anyone can come to church and feel welcome and that you don't have to feel like you're going to be judged. <laughs> and you could just know that God is always with you. Yeah. Thank you, Kayla. It's an emotional morning. It's an emotional morning. We love you. And um, I also want to invite up Somto. Somto, why don't you come up? And I uh, just wanted to ask you the same two questions. What's the most important thing about church? And, and what do you think we need to focus on? What, are the, what do you see in the future? Um, uh, I think one of the most important things about church is like, 
it creates a real, you know, touching on Kayla's point, it creates a real community for new people that want to join the faith. They run Alpha, you know, all around the year, and it's really nice. You know, I was born into faith, so I never really had the problem of getting into faith, but a lot of people here may not have been born into faith, but they have found it really easy. Mornings like this, where God's really, you know, he's in the room, you can feel him. It's easy to, you know, come into faith like that. So I really appreciate the church doing that. And one thing I guess we can improve on is <clears throat> bringing the youth more into faith. You know, you guys have been doing this a lot more than me. You know, I met, I met a lovely young guy um, earlier and it was nice to kind of talk to him, you know, about, about faith. You know, um, you know, obviously you guys have been in the world a lot longer than we have, no offense, but... <laughs> But obviously, it's good to, you know, talk to new people. And, you know, just because we're in a different building, we're all a part of the same church and worshiping the same God. Yeah. Come on. Oh, wait, Somto. Oh. Pray for this young man. Um, uh, come, come here, Somto, Somto, quickly. Sorry. We need to pray for all of our young people, but this man's got a huge future ahead of him. Um, Somto, what are you hoping to do for your university? Where are, you, where are you hoping to go? Um, I'm hoping to study at the University of Oxford. And um, recently, um, Somto, Somto met the Bishop of London. And the Bishop of London said to me, she was like, please let me know how Somto does in his A-levels. I'm praying for him and the bright future ahead of this young man. So anyway, bro, we love you. Thank you so much. But I would love to just jump on the back of what Sonso shared there about us being a church community of the honours, the generations. I love the fact that our church is a multi-generational family from the young all the way through to the old. And there is such a wealth in that gathering of the generations. And it reminded me of, of, a, of one other scripture in Psalm 145, verses three to five. It says, great is the Lord, and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation commends your works to another. They tell of your mighty acts. They speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty, and I will meditate on your wonderful works. There's a mandate upon us to share from one generation to another the mighty works of God. And just like Somto has, has said this morning, I feel like there's a calling upon us as a church to be spiritual parents to the young people. From one generation to another, to commend the works of God to those in our midst, to the young people on this stage, to the children that run in and amongst the aisles. I love that old adage that's still true today. It takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to raise a child. And I want to encourage us, family, to pass on our testimonies to tell your stories and to share the wisdom of the ages with the young people around you. We've got teenagers who are longing for people to come alongside them. And um, I feel like the call of God, the invitation might be that we be a family that cares and loves the generations. And this is also really something that um, is personal to me. My granddad um, is an amazing, amazing man. There might be a little photo of him on the screen, there's my granddad. Um, he celebrated his 90, 90th birthday. His name is, oh. His name is, um, his name is Thomas Jeffrey Cross, but he goes by Jeffrey. 
and um, he's, he's an amazing, he was an amazing guy. He, he lived in Preston in Lancashire, so he talks like this. He's like, hey, Sammy, how you doing? And he talks like this. And um, he's from Lancashire, and, and, and but he was an amazing man of faith. He loved Jesus with his whole heart, went to church and listened to sermons. He used to give me CDs, sermons on CDs, and he's like, Samuel, you need to listen to this. I, I, I didn't have it in me to tell him I don't have a CD player anymore, but, um, but he used to give me these CDs, and um, he, was, he was such a wonderful influence on my life as my granddad. He used to, he used to call me up just out of, the, out of the blue all the time, probably maybe once a fortnight he'd call me up, and, um, and, and he wasn't a man of many words. He'd literally just probably take three to four minutes on the phone, and then he'd be like, thank, that's all, and then just kind of put the phone down, and I was like, that's great. But every single time he called me up, he always used to say, Samuel, how's the ministry? How's your work? How are the youth? How are the young people? I'm praying for them. I'm praying for them. He would, um, he, he would, he would follow me. Do you know an app called Find My Friends? Have you heard of Find Friends? It's this, it's this iPhone app where you can, um, you can follow. He, he'd literally have me on his iPad and he'd just like follow me around the country praying. Literally, he'd be like, oh, I've seen you've been in uh, Manchester today or something like that. He'd text me and um, he was constantly encouraging me. And he also, he also gave me a car, which was like out, out the, it was like an old car, by the way. It's not that fancy. Trust me, it's like a 2005 Vauxhall Mariva. So like, there's nothing fancy. But, um, and he said, Samuel, I'm giving you this because this is going to be your ministry wagon. He, he was like, this is going to be your ministry vehicle. That's what he said to me. But, um, um yeah, yeah, it's actually parked outside. Um, long story short, it's actually broken down now, but um, I, we, we need to do some, at least to go to get scrapped. But anyway, and, um, and this week, we had um, an amazing week with the young people. We went into school on Tuesday and Thursday. We took a, like a, like a music band who are Christians, and we went into a school in Tower Hamlets, and we went into our local school down the road in Erswick. And um, we taught lessons all day, and we, we, shared, we shared some amazing kind of um, information and, and help around resilience and well-being. And then we also got to share some stories about how Jesus helps our resilience and well-being to young people. And it was an amazing thing. We saw over, we kind of came face to face with over a thousand students performing lessons for them throughout the day. And um, it was all part of a mission week that then climaxed in Friday night. We had the beginning of what we called Youth East Conference, which was, which was the gathering of young people from across East London. And I tell you that because my granddad was praying for it for months. He was praying for it for months. Every single phone call, Samuel, I'm praying for your mission. I'm praying for your work. I'm praying for the young people of East London. And it was the most immense encouragement to me personally. And... My granddad, two weeks ago, he went to be with the Lord. Two weeks ago, he, um, he, in my family, we call it, he got promoted to glory. And he went to be with Jesus. And, um, and amazingly, by God's grace, I managed, to, I managed to get to the hospital to say thank you for all the encouragement that he'd invested in my life. I got there at midnight and he passed away at 1.45 in the morning. But I managed to say, granddad, thank you so much for all the encouragement. Thank you for the messages. And um, really amazingly, at his funeral, um, on the order of service, I want to pick up this picture. On the back of the order of service, that's him. And um, I'm not sure if you can read it properly, but the donations that were taken at the end of his funeral were towards a charity called the Message Trust. 
and the Message Trust of this organization that we've been partnering through all this week. They kind of provided these bands as we went into school. And it was my granddad's last desire to invest financially in the work of the mission into the schools. And it's, for me, it was very special because it was my granddad saying, I'm investing my time, my money, my prayers, my life into the mission to the next generation. And I'll tell you that story because you have that same opportunity. We have that same opportunity to invest in the next generation, to pray for them, to intercede, to do all that we can to see a generation be known by their Father in heaven, loved by Him, and grow in love with all of those around them. And so I wonder now if we'd pray. If we pray simply for this next generation, you're going to pray. But I'm also going to pray for you, Sam, because today we've spoken about the years past and we're talking about the new generation and this change for the youth coming forward but we have to think about everything that came before us the things that paved the way and that's Jesus Lord that's you giving your son to give us his whole future and also Lord the gift of Sam the gift of all our amazing amazing leaders at St. Youth Lord so Lord thank you for being here today Lord thank you for the gift of love for the gift of life the gift of friends and family, no matter whether they're with us or not, Lord. We thank you for bringing them into our lives to make this beautiful change, to enact your revival, Lord. That's the power of St. Youth. That's the power of the leaders, the young people who are so amazing and so special. As you've probably allowed us to take over this service, to just spread our love that you give us, Lord, to spread the power that you give us. We ask in these coming days, these coming weeks, even this coming hour, Lord, that you continue to bring your Holy Spirit into this room, Lord. You've touched the hearts of so many this morning, and I just ask that this continues. I ask that every person may leave the room today feeling no burdens, not feeling nothing but your love, Lord, because your love overpowers all. Can I invite you to stand? And um, I'd love it if we just begin to call out for Oasis, for Keon, for the children, for the young people in, in this church. And um, yeah, you've got a significant part to play and to pray. <laughs> so can we just begin to pray? And I'm going to invite Oasis to just begin. But um, let's just see what the Holy Spirit wants to do. Let's worship together. Let's pray. Let's begin to intercede. Let's begin to call out God's purposes for this next generation. Let us begin to, to, to speak words of truth. Oasis, why don't you pray? Lord, thank you for bringing us here today. Thank you that you love us so much, that you crafted a plan, Lord. You're so perfect and you're so amazing and you made us all so perfect and amazing, Lord. Every flaw that we have is nothing but giving us room to be whole with you. And I thank you, Lord, 
for your power, your stability. Whenever the road feels rocky, Lord, I thank you for being stable, for being the flat ground that we need. I ask, Lord, that every person in this church just remembers, and not just in this church, every family member, every friend of every person in this church, Lord, because your reach is unimaginable. You touch the hearts and the lives of so, so many. We thank you, and we ask that you just fill us with your love, Lord. Your Holy Spirit comes now and touches so many hearts that your love just continues to overflow us from the tops of our head to the tips of our toes. The old and the young, we come here today and we worship you, Lord. We say your name in your love, in faith. So come, Holy Spirit. Thanks for listening to this week's talk. If you'd like to find out more, give or connect with us, visit our website, saint.church. Have a great week and we'll see you soon.